Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 28. Let me see your ID. Okay, interns, this is a session that we are going to kind of treat you all like uh, we usually treat our clients. We typically ask our clients things like, um, what did you learn from last year that you need to bring into the new year? I guess kind of like the third week of December. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the mm-hmm. maybe the first, second week of January. So it's anywhere between between those days, those weeks. Yep, yep. Yeah, because we have some people that don't come every week anymore. So we try to cover a pretty wide range of time mm-hmm. so that we, you know, kind of capture everybody. Yeah. So we'll start off by by saying define your priorities for this year. Mm -hmm. So what that means is what is your focus for the new year? What are your priorities for the new year? You can identify a few priorities at a time. Like you can choose like three or five and start off with that and then revise it as you need to, instead of thinking of it like, okay, for the whole year, I'm a no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's start off slow. Bite sized chunks. Yes. Uh, so one thing I kind of do with that piggyback on what are your priorities for the year? Um, I usually do a biopsychosocial thing. Mm-hmm. So some of the, you know, our older interns may remember a while, a throwback ago. Um, I <laughs> talked about the uh, healthy me activity mm-hmm. and I kind of reintroduced that towards the end of the year. And I talk about, okay, so when you think about for the upcoming year, what are your biological slash physical uh, goals or priorities for the year what are your emotional slash mental which will go in the psych section social so when you think about your relationships what do you want you know to improve as far as your romantic friends and family and if uh co-workers you know if that's an mm-hmm. area that we've been talking about and then just to kind of tack on spiritual mm-hmm. you know so yeah. for my more um you know, my atheist people, we just kind of do what are your passion projects, you know, what things kind of bring you joy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for my more spiritually based people, then we kind of talk about, um, you know, what your growth areas in that you want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the only difference in mine are I normally do health, wealth, career, faith and relationships. You know, that's kind of how mine are normally broken down and that way they can kind of, if they want to list it, if they want to do bullet points, if they want to write, because I got some clients that like to write books Mm -hmm. about (laughs) what they are. They're very detailed. Mm -hmm. Be in session just like, get the girl. And I have to remind them, yo, this is like, think of it like a business. We just talking about the first quarter or maybe the first and second quarter. Mm -hmm. Don't try to overwhelm yourself. 
Now, if we can work through all of that in that course of the time, then that's cool too. But don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah. And so one of the things that I have my clients to do is, I mean, I know it's old school, but still do a vision board. Um, I know, you know, me and you may think that, no, that's girly. It is not girly. <laughs> I know it's artistic, but <laughs> or arts and crafts, but it is still uh, both for men and women. And what I typically have people to do is under put on your vision board things that are realistic that you can achieve and that are measurable Mm -hmm. because if you, if you put things on there, that's just like, Oh, I want to lose a hundred pounds in a year. That may not be your life. Right. So you may want to say, I want to lose five pounds. And then once you lose the five pounds, then go to the next. Okay. I want to lose another five pounds because a lot of, a lot of times when people think about, um, their goals or I guess their new year's resolution air quote, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what they tend to think about is like these long, long-term I'll say long-term goals as a year, but long-term goals that need to be broken down and you lose, sometimes you lose focus because you have to look so far ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is um, an important thing that we normally teach our clients and that's called smart goals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an acronym and it's very important. It helps you kind of break down, okay, you know, is this a specific enough type of goal? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? Is it relevant? And then is it time sensitive, time based or whatever? Mm-hmm. If you can say yes to all of those things and you have written it out, don't just say yes and you ain't got no information, <laughs> then you typically are going to be able to accomplish your goal. You have a game plan for your goals. Mm-hmm. Do y'all want to break down like a smart goal so that, you mm-hmm. know, they have our interns kind of have an understanding yeah. of like what that sure. looks like or sounds like. Yeah. I think that'd be good. So I was just kind of thinking when, um, both Dr. Wall and uh, Dr. Jones were both talking about, you know, you want your goal to be uh, specific. So, you know, giving a very kind of arbitrary, I want to, or I want to be better, or I want to be, um, well, you know, like I want to be quicker, or I want to be better, or I want to be faster, or I want to be, you know, very broad kind of terms. Those are very ambiguous. So there's no real way for you to know or measure it mm-hmm. for you to know when you've reached the, the end, because mm-hmm. that's the point of a goal. You want to know when you've reached the final destination. So if your goal is very ambiguous, then you're just kind of lost in the sauce and you don't really have anything that you're actually aiming for. And the, to add to that, if we are very, um, short term focused, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to make sure you use goals that are allowing you to see the accomplishments quicker. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of ties in all of these, this acronym SMART. Um, it all ties together because, you know, with the measurable piece that kind of tags onto what you were just saying, that if you don't have some sort of way of identifying that you are getting closer and closer to that goal, your steam and your desire for that goal starts to go down over time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this can, the easiest example always is weight, mm-hmm. um, but this can happen with school. 
You know, if you are just going to school and going to school and you have no clear idea on what you want to do, what your plan is to be done by a specific point. I mean, for example, that's why they have degree plans, you know, Mm -hmm. that keeps you on track so that you can be done and you have a measurable way of knowing that you have achieved the metrics that you um, set out to achieve. Mm hmm. So, you know, again, the the quickest and easy example that we can give you guys is weight because it's something that we can just kind of do off the cuff. Um, so, you know, I want to specific would be I want to lose 42 pounds. So that's specific. You know, the measurable piece would be I want to lose um, 42. Well, within that 42 pounds, I want to lose three pounds by next Friday. And you need to know how you're measuring it. So with that, it would be with the scale or with the tape measure or my size uh, goes down that I buy normally. So you have to have a way to measure your goal. Mm-hmm. And even with you need to know why you're losing the weight. Are you losing the weight because you want to look good in your clothes? Are you losing the weight to be healthy? Are you losing the weight because you have muffin tops? Like what, you know, what, are, why are you losing the weight? Yeah. So then that kind of brings us to the A, which is, you know, some um, places you find smart goals will say attainable. Some will say achievable, Mm -hmm. um, but they're essentially interchangeable for this purpose. So you want to make sure that you're not setting a goal that's so out there that it doesn't even make sense why you're setting this as a goal. So, you know, if you say not that you can't do this, but just saying I want to be the next Beyonce by... June that's not really an achievable attainable (laughs) goal especially if you don't even have a record deal right you know you're setting yourself up already to be disappointed because the amount of work and you know dedication and years that went into crafting who she is now is not something that you're going to be able to gather and do within a six-month period So one other thing um, to add on about the attainable piece of setting a SMART goal is, you know, is the goal at, above, or below your ability level? Because sometimes we can try to be easy on ourselves and set a goal that is, you know, well above what we can actually do. Now, you know, that's not necessarily hurtful, but, you know, one of the things with setting a goal is to get you to the next stage or whatever next level you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So if you're setting a goal that's below your current, you know, baseline, y- you know, it's not going to necessarily hold really any real weight for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a, that's the quickest, well, not quickest way, but one of the quickest ways to give up on your goal because it's not challenging enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it's too challenging. Or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like Goldilocks, guys. This one's too hot. This one's too cold. It's <laughs> just right. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the R in SMART goals can, depending upon where you find this resource, will either stand for relevant or realistic. Um, for the purposes of today's session, we're going to use relevant. So the point is, um, is this goal something that's worthwhile? You know, is it going to actually meet your needs? So like, uh, I believe it was Dr. Jones a little bit earlier saying like kind of 
is your goal for your health. It since we're again, weight is the easiest example to give. This is applicable to pretty much every area in life, but just for example sake and quickness, we're going with weight. Um so is this goal set because it's for health reasons? Is it for visual reasons? Is it for um you know? I don't know. Is a it, lot of other reasons, I guess. I yeah, know. it could be several reasons. I mean, is it because someone has fat shamed you? You know, mm-hmm. is it because of, you know, low self-esteem or, you know, it could be for mental and emotional um, health as well. Yeah. And that reason is important because it's what's going to keep you going. It's one thing to have a reason that jumpstarts you, but it's another to have a reason that prolongs the progress. Mm-hmm. And is it for you? Because if you're doing this because someone's fat shamed you, that's not for you. Yeah. And is this goal consistent with other goals that you've set in the past, you know, or current other goals that you have running simultaneously? Because we often have a variety of things kind of going on for us at one time. You know, while it would be great to just focus on one thing, unfortunately, that's not always how life goes. So we tend to have a variety of different goals going on at the same time. Is this one consistent or in competition with your other goals? Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Uh, and then we have the T, which is time, timely or time related. You know, there's some sort of time frame on this goal. So, you know, if you want to have this thing accomplished within a month, six months, a year, like, do you have an end date on when you would like this thing to be accomplished? Because if you just leave it kind of out there in the, in the ethos, then, you know, again, your steam tends to go down over time. It loses its relevancy. Your drive is, is, you know, becomes non-existent because again, you haven't put the parameters in place for you to be able to have checks and balances for yourself. Mm-hmm. This is the point where, you know, use calendars because calendars will help you to stay focused. I, I like to find calendars that make me want to look at it (laughs) like my last calendar was Mickey Mouse I love Mickey Mouse so of course I wanted to look at it so I looked inside of it you know Mm -hmm. so find calendars that you like to look at and I know we all have smart well most of us have smartphones and so we put those um things like that in our smartphones as reminders and things like that but you know Mm -hmm. the old-fashioned calendar is a is a good way for us to stay focused and look and see our goals on a on a daily basis Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. a visual representation and for all y'all calendar heads or planner heads you know go to cloth and paper they all have really good stuff it is also a black owned company and uh they have good like inserts stickers like all that you can like build your own little little situation we might need to put that in the uh show notes Mm -hmm. okay so we can, cause I didn't know that myself. I, like I know. I that. was like, mm-hmm. look at that plug. Uh-huh. No uh, sponsorship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that is essentially, you know, we just ran through that very quickly guys. You know, if this was a therapy session, we would be sitting down and explaining this much more in depthly and going and actually building your specific goal. Um, but you know, for the purposes of what we're doing here, you know, that's just a good introduction on how you can set a goal for yourself. That is something that you, once you start it, you have a real finish line. Mm -hmm. So here's a, I'll 
piggyback off of what Dr. Strickland just said, just to give you a little bit more specifics, because one of the things that you can do is list your projects for the year. Like if you're, of course, if you're a business person, if you're a CEO, if you are a manager, a supervisor, you know, you, you already know how to do those types of things. So why not do it? in your personal life, you know? Mm -hmm. So what you do, like I said before, get a calendar, write out all of the projects that you have. What are the big things you want and break those down into goals? Like we've, you know, kind of said, look at your dreams, the dreams that you have. And from those dreams, what's realistic. Mm -hmm. And they can be, you know, sleep time dreams, or it can be, you know, when you begin to have, um, visions, you know, sometimes we daydream, sometimes we, uh, have some dreams that we haven't accomplished yet. Like I, we spoke about that in a previous session in 2020 about, you know, accomplishing and accomplishing your goals, accomplishing your dreams and living based on your expectations. So what are some of those dreams that are realistic for you to complete in, and we'll just say a month or either taking a step toward it to complete it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, one of the things that to kind of go along with that is um, how to prioritize, you know? So that's one of the things that I talk about with depending upon the client, of course. Uh, but we talk about how not everything is number one. Mm-hmm. While your your mind tries to tell you that all of these goals and all of these things on your prior, on your, you know, project lists are all number ones. They're not in reality. You know, there are some things that are on there because they sound nice. Mm-hmm. There are some things on there because they do have some importance and urgency. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are some things that you probably could delegate to other people, but you're being a little bit of a control freak. So you're holding on to them. And uh, there are some things on there that you just need to plan better for. So it's not that they don't have priority, but they're not necessarily urgent. So they don't need to be done right now. Mm-hmm. And so some examples of some of those projects can be um, financial so you may want to, uh, especially because of the year that we had last year, some of you <laughs> may want, uh, some of us, not you, like we're not included. Some of us may want to decide to start saving for an emergency fund or because like Dr. Wall said in a previous session, we mm-hmm. didn't, this office didn't take vacation last year. So we may want to save for a vacation. You know, those are some attainable measurable Mm -hmm. goals Mm -hmm. and just something that I think um to kind of go along with that how to prioritize so one thing that you can do your googles is called an Eisenhower matrix and -hmm. what that is is it helps you put things in the categories that they belong in so you have things that you do decide delegate or delete okay Mm -hmm. So the do is, of course, things I need to do right now because they are priority number one. Mm -hmm. Things that I delegate, uh, they are important, but that doesn't necessarily mean I need to do them. Mm -hmm. Um, You decide. So these are things that you plan. You know, it's important and it has some level of urgency, but not necessarily to the do 
level and then things to delete. These are the recurring things on your list that you just keep putting on there, keep putting on there, keep putting on there and never, ever, ever, ever get to them. Obviously, they um, are not necessarily things that you probably have a desire to take care of. So just go ahead and delete it off your list. Mm. So that's called. So Google Eisenhower Matrix. Mm -hmm. And then. I would like to say, I would like to add this. This is an important piece for your mental health and emotional health. What are the lessons that you learned last year? Look at the things that you experienced last year and, and what you succeeded in and what you didn't succeed in emotionally and mentally. And, and then determine like, okay, so last year, what I learned is I am a, I'm capable of being independent for the independent. Sorry. For those of you who got a divorce last year, cause you decided to, you know what? I don't want this marriage no more. And you have been scared all this time because you didn't think you could financially support yourself or that you could, you know, be okay without your spouse. Okay. So you finally, you, you decided to get a divorce. And so this year you learned about independence or last year you learned about independence. So take that into the new year okay, I know how to be independent. Mm -hmm. When you don't learn from what you've been through, you kind of just stay on the merry-go-round and for everybody, you know, who's in my age bracket, merry-go-round is something that's fun for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you're sick and you're dizzy. You don't know where you're going. Um, or you can go flying off. Or you can go flying off, mm-hmm. which is also fun, but mm-hmm. not healthy. <laughs> but either way, you have to make sure that this is not a pattern that you're creating. And then you spend the majority, especially what we end up seeing, you end up spending the majority of your first quarter just dizzy, mm-hmm. not doing nothing, confused, all over the place, instead of, you know, getting things together. This is one reason why we do start this in December. Because mm-hmm. if anybody that knows anything about business, you start planning before you get to the quarter that you are in. Mm-hmm. So it's an importance to, to break the cycles. Yeah. I agree. Um, I, I'll give one more example just for you all that didn't go through a divorce last year. (laughs) 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 So say for instance, um, if you recognize for all of us, probably that we, that you are flexible because a lot of us had to go from working in, um, our office building or office to working at home and getting adjusted to that. So a lot of us learn that we are flexible. Now, if you got burned out from working from home last year, that doesn't mean that you're not flexible. That just mean that, um, you had uh, compassion fatigue and Corona fatigue. <laughs> and you may need to better equip your workspace for you to work in it. Mm-hmm. So if you learn that you're flexible, last year in 2020 then bring that over to 2021 and learn how to be flexible this year now i'm not gonna lie when you said flexible i, I was not talking about else. dancing no i went somewhere else i was like come on talk about 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 <laughs> y'all know because the there's all kinds therapist. of flexibility <laughs> uh yeah yeah and i would like to add to the boundaries one hopefully Mm. A lot of you learned how to set boundaries last year. Mm-hmm. Setting, and I know we've had a session on this for a whole topic, but setting boundaries are so important. And hopefully, I say hopefully y'all learned it last year because a lot of you had to work from home. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you have families. 
or and or are single parents. So if you didn't learn last year how to set boundaries so that you can engage in self-care and engage in just some me time, we need you to learn that mm-hmm. because Absolutely. we need you to have brought that over. <laughs> exactly. And if you don't, there might be some materials coming in 2021 that will help you with that. So, oh, well, all right. then. Prophesied. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So then make plans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once you recognize those ideas that, you know, you have, the dreams and the characteristics and the behaviors that need to change, then change work on changing them. Cause you have some that you already changed, bring those over and then take the lessons of the ones that you still need to change so that you can change those as well. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is you have a big old transition. Yes. And you have to put things <laughs> into action by focusing on me. Mm -hmm. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. (laughs) For those of you that listen to this broad, y'all know what we're talking Mm -hmm. about. Um, And if you haven't, why haven't you? you This is why I need a camera because I'll be staring straight in it right now. (laughs) If you haven't gonna listen to this broad, uh, what is that session twenty seven? Get on it. Yes, please. Thank you. I will say about the change. It's important that when you are going through all these changes that you allow your fear to be part of your motivation and not to be uh, something that paralyzes you because often we don't use our fear the correct way. It is literally just an emotion that's telling you that there's something scary on the horizon. That's telling you that there's something that's going to require a lot out of you. So jump on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it, go ahead, Dr. Strickland. Oh, I was thinking it makes me think of this. I don't know if you would consider it a meme or whatnot, but on Pinterest or somewhere I saw, you know, that there's, um, two basic, I guess you would call them acronym breakdowns for fear. Mm-hmm. And one, I think it was like face everything and run mm-hmm. or the other one was face everything and rise, mm-hmm. you know? So you have two basic ways that you can utilize fear mm-hmm. And it's either going to motivate or deflate or demotivate you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you choose which one of them it's going to do. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not enough just to say, I'm going to change. I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. And then allow your fear to take over and you don't change anything. Mm-hmm. Like you have to make those plans on how you're going to change Yeah, mm-hmm. and what you're going to change. Like it's a whole planning period. You, and, and the thing is you may need to seek therapy. And I'm not trying to say that because we're therapists. I mean, you can come to us if you want to, but you know, <laughs> you know, there are plenty of mental health providers in yeah. this DFW area or wherever you are um, located. You know, you may need to seek therapy to help you with some of those changes that need to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes people, you know, what changes you may need to make, but then sometimes, sometimes the changes that we need to make are so intertwined with, other things that it's like mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start yeah that's why there's stages of change mm-hmm. isn't it like seven I can't remember it's been so long since we used that antiquated uh <laughs> book <laughs> I know it's <laughs> been you, a minute yeah you got like pre-contemplation contemplation mm-hmm. um let oh. us look right quick y'all because lord knows we don't want to be misquoting the people's stuff because we got to do our googles too guys oh yeah all right, so when we do the Googles, we have uh, pre-contemplation, 
pre-contemplation. So pre-contemplation is like, it's just kind of hanging in your, in the way back recesses mm-hmm. of your mind. It hasn't really kind of come up to the front yet. Yeah. Then you got contemplation, which is, I've kind of started thinking about it mm-hmm. and you know, like, Hmm, this might be something. Um, then you've got determination, which is kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gone from just being a thought to like, I'm taking some initial steps towards making whatever change that I'm going to make. Then you have action, which is okay. I'm in the throes of doing said thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have relapse. And this is kind of where we fall back into some old ways Uh, Because, you know, it's, we've talked about this before, you know, making change and being consistent with things is very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that can be, you know, hard, for lack of a better word. Old habits die hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. And then we have uh, maintenance. So, you know, and relapse is something that you kind of come in and out of. And a lot of these stages you come in and out of, you Mm -hmm. flow between. It's not like a specific like one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, But you also have the maintenance phase. So once you've kind of made the change that you want to make, it's kind of, again, it's about being consistent within that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so with the action stage, in order for that to be maintained and going to the next to the last stage is you have to establish good, good habits, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, so for example, if you want to start setting better boundaries, you may want to start setting boundaries with yourself first, you know, that the truth, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you know, so setting bound, starting with yourself first allows you to then extend it externally, you know, Mm -hmm. because if you can't have good boundaries with yourself, how would you ever have good boundaries with other people? Yeah, that's just good logic you know if you think about medical or whatever you go in then out you don't go from your extremities into your body it's in then out and so if you don't fix you you can't fix nothing else Mm -hmm. so it's that's important yeah so setting um, let's see starting with yourself and setting boundaries with yourself may be something just like starting good habits of saying positive affirmations every day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how do you talk to you Mm -hmm. yes oh my gosh people think affirmations are so corny i don't want to write on my mirror and i don't want (laughs) to put sticky notes around my house um it's like but first off sometimes you need a visual cue Mm -hmm. to remind yourself because it's very easy to get stuck in your own head and it becomes an echo chamber so when you speak negativity or un- unhealthiness over yourself that's going to bounce out because it's in just in your head. It's mm-hmm. not information that you're receiving from outside mm-hmm. sources. It's just going to bounce out and bounce right back, bounce out, bounce right back. So sometimes you need that visual cue just to give your brain enough of a stop gap yeah. so that you can get some new information. Yeah. I mean, even people who are spiritual, like y'all have heard, you know, the power of the tongue y'all have heard about like, what you say to you is ends up being what you become, like how you manifest things, mm-hmm. set your intention. Like it's a reason why spelling is called spelling because you don't want to be cast in spells on yourself that you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Preach, preach, preach. preach. Say for, for, the people in, for the people in the back that mm-hmm. sleep with their head on the desk. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, you'll be surprised at how many people have never told themselves, I love you. Mm-hmm. I, I have a uh, who am I sheet that I give to a lot of my clients to uh, with uh, <laughs> a sheet full of questions. And I asked for it this week. Um, <laughs> can somebody send me that? Yes. Who am I? No, I, what did I say? Who? I didn't say who am I? Yes, you did. Oh, I think that's you, what uh-huh, I said? I okay. Um, and the very first question on that who am I uh, questionnaire is, have you? when was the last time you told yourself that I love you? And I every client that I have, will tell me, I don't think I ever told myself I love you. Mm-hmm. I said, well, well, how you know you love you then? Because the way, mm-hmm. one of the ways that you know your significant other love you or your parents love you is by them saying they love you. Mm-hmm. So if you've never said that you love you, how do you know you love you? Right. And we're not talking about um, any egotistical type situation. We're talking about like true, like, do I like myself? do I love myself mm-hmm. like having in-depth conversations with you yeah write it down okay we're talking about <laughs> you know for the therapists out there you know that listen positive regard mm-hmm. you know genuineness you know with yourself yeah yeah I like that mm-hmm. that's important it is and it's important it's important for you to know who you are Mm -hmm. if this is a year of change for you or a year of doing something different in order for you to succeed at that you have to know who you are because if not society will tell you who they want you to be Mm -hmm. you can't give what you don't have that's true like I don't know where people pulling stuff from it just when you sit back and think about it you can be logical about it of course but in the moment I know people are just kind of like well why is this not happening why is this not happening because you have not filled you first yeah Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we continue to repeat um, certain situations in our lives or we continue to experience certain things in our lives because of the narrative the interpretations and the beliefs that we have from past experiences and if those things aren't dealt with if those things aren't healed healed then you're going to continue to invite things that validate that in your life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I think that might be something you know we need to add to our ideas our show ideas is about you know what you were just saying Dr. Jones like facts versus interpretation versus our belief about those facts mm-hmm. and our beliefs about those interpretations mm-hmm. and how you know as people we validate what's in our head yes mm-hmm. and we have other situations and people to validate those things and wonder why you keep experiencing the same thing mm-hmm. well that's because it, like I think you talked about it before the confirmation bias that's what you keep bringing in your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why we in this office always say who told you that mm-hmm. yeah because sometimes you got to check yourself like if i get up in the morning i'm like man ooh, i'm ugly okay who told you that now you might really be ugly that's okay if that's how you really feel about yourself but i think there's an importance of you saying like okay if this is what i think about myself why do I think this about myself who mm-hmm. told me these things is it important because sometimes some things people say is just stupid mm-hmm. and the thing with the we'll just keep the I think I'm ugly thing if if you truly do think that 
find something about you that you like. It doesn't have to do with it. It may not have anything to do with your appearance. And if it it could be your hair, it could be your nails, it can be your shape, it can be your personality, it could be your loyalty. You know, the thing is society based based uh, self-esteem on external things, mm-hmm. cars, mm-hmm. money, marriage, children, lifestyle, you know, those things are I've been teaching my clients not to um, evaluate their self-esteem based on external things because they fluctuate. And Mm -hmm. every time if you lose that thing, then your self-esteem, if your self-esteem is attached to that, your self-esteem is going to decline. So therefore you have to go internal and look at the things, the qualities, the characteristics, the personality that you have that you bring to a relationship, um, your job, your environment you have to look at the internal stuff so if you're a loyal person that that's a good thing yeah Mm -hmm. that's how you build your self-esteem build your self-esteem on your loyalty yeah if you're a loving person build your self-esteem on love Mm -hmm. you're practicing non-attachment which is something that is very difficult in 2021 to practice non-attachment because we attach all these external factors to ourselves because they are seen as what makes us successful or what makes us be great or what makes us this or that. And if you don't have that together, you'll be out here looking like boo boo the fool and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. I think another important thing for us to talk about is what do you do if your goal don't work out? Mm-hmm. There, go, there goes that fe- flexibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because not everything that you put on paper is going to pan out the way that you in, in, um, <laughs> intended it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. It, it is. is. You know, and I think that it, we have to keep in mind that goals are adjustable. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we get so focused on that the, I want this specific thing. And that's it. I just want that. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm a complete failure or this thing was a complete failure and people don't learn how to pivot. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it makes me think about like in like basketball or football, you know, I'm trying to drive a line and I'm trying to get to, you know, the end zone or trying to get to where I can make this um, Basket. basket. But these obstacles i.e. other people get into my way so i have to learn how to pivot and juke and shake and move around and we so we can make those adjustments in like the physical realm but again that's still a a a goal that you're trying to achieve and you have to be able to move around you got to do that with yourself psychologically that you have a goal in mind and you want to drive the lane Mm -hmm. but that there are going to be obstacles in your way. Yeah. You may want to, I don't know, go back to school. You know, you, you've had this dream of going back to college and getting your degree, but, uh, and I want to do it in the spring of 22. Okay. So then fall semester rolls around and all of a sudden, you know, something unfortunate happens in your family life and you have to um, adjust that to summer of 22. Mm-hmm. But what we say to ourselves is, oh, I knew it wasn't going to work. I shouldn't have even thought about this. I knew just my life's just always going to be like this. And it's never, you know, we start kind of having that. Um, what's the word? I'm Self-defeating. 
yes uh, mm-hmm. definitely self-defeating but we balloon it you yeah. know and we make it much bigger than what it probably is because we can't adjust our expectations of the goal that we set mm-hmm. in place yeah there's more than one version of greatness mm-hmm. i think yeah. people fail to realize that if you decide to be x y and z you might actually need to be z y x Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all still the same thing. It just happened in a different format. And that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It actually probably yeah. is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, the thing is, you have to learn how to be creative. Being mm-hmm. creative with your goals, being creative with those things that may not, well, that may um, kind of push you to be flexible. Mm-hmm. That is how you continue to keep your motivation and your focus on that on a on a particular goal so okay you may not be able to go to school in spring of 2022 but school is not going nowhere girl that's one of my favorite phrases in therapy mm-hmm. where is it going i'd be like people ain't going nowhere right Why? well i want i want to be in a relationship so bad people ain't going nowhere i'm not are you aware that the world's about to end tomorrow there's trillions of folks on the planet like you got you calm down is there something going on physically with you that i don't know about that you're about to pass away mm-hmm you know, in the next two or three days. No. Okay. So <laughs> you not going nowhere, living, nothing happened. People not going nowhere. I'm not, you know, we haven't been told that the rapture is upon us. So like, why are you pushing yourself so hard? School's not going nowhere. Jobs aren't going nowhere. Houses aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't, I don't need you. You don't need to have a house by 30. And, and the thing is, you know, with the school, a lot of people want to, and I understand because I, I was one of those people who didn't want to go to school online either. But a lot of people think that there's only one way to go to school is going to campus. Well, if something happened in 2022, I mean, yeah, in 2022 that you aren't able to go to school on campus, then go online. Y'all should have lots of practice if you went to school in 2020. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And the other thing that I would say about like, if your goal doesn't pan out while, if your goal is starting to not pan out, one thing that you want to make sure that you don't do is compare your goal to somebody else's. Oh, that's the worst thing you can do. The thief of joy Mm -hmm. is comparison. Right. Mm -hmm. Because just like Dr. Wall was saying just a moment ago, while you're thinking X, Y, Z and somebody else is, you know, X, Y, Z is planning out and panning out as their actual X, Y, Z, but yours is, you know, Z, X, Y. You're thinking that yours has failed, Mm-mm. even though yours is just happening in a different way. So comparing your um, goal to someone else's unintentionally can cause your goal to actually fail yeah. because you're refusing to pivot and, and move around and adjust what you could or probably need to be doing. Yeah, there's definitely space and room and opportunity for everyone. Everybody's thing is going to be a little bit different. Something that I took away from the great Dr. Kimberly Ellison was everybody sit down, take a deep breath in and let it go. Now, did anybody around you, were they not able to breathe? Mm -hmm. Nope. They were fine. Like Mm -hmm. your life is not dependent on somebody failing in order for you to succeed. And there is an importance in learning that lesson so that you are not focusing on somebody else's path and stuck in yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That competition is real. The thing about this practice, um, balance speaking, 
is all of us know our areas of strength. Yep. And we don't try to compete with nobody in the office Mm-mm. for their area, thinking that their area is better than the other area or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I just got an email from someone um, asking for therapy and they said that they may be asked. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Nope. That's Dr. Strict and Lane. That is not for me. Mm-hmm. I stay on. I, st- I, st- I tell my clients and I tell everybody else. I stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. My lane is therapy. My lane is traditional th- uh, diagnosis as well as addiction and others. But mm-hmm. <laughs> so I yeah. know what my lane is. So I don't feel like I have to compete against my colleagues up in this office or outside of the office because the clients that God want me to have, I'm going to have. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're for me. And, mm-hmm. if, and if you don't want me, I'm cool with that too. Exactly. Yeah. Because you'll weed yourself out. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if you are already on your path of greatness, mm-hmm. um, don't feel like you have to compete against anyone and knock people down to get to, to higher places. Because just as sure as you knock somebody down, somebody's going to knock you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you miss out on your journey. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you how beautiful the journey is. Like, being a therapist, we get to watch a lot of people's journeys. And when you start seeing people getting it right for themselves, whatever right looks like for them, it's just, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you did that. Go on, girl, you did that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just, it's so it's such an uplifting process and you can tell that they feel that you feel that, you know, generations to come are going to feel that they're making a way out of no way. Mm-hmm. Cause at one point this was literally just a thought, mm-hmm. a pre thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was a thought for many years mm-hmm. until we were ready. Yeah. And then we said, let's go. Mm-hmm. It's time to stop playing. Let's go. Let's go get him. <laughs> yeah. And so what I would add on to that is, you know, like Dr. Wall was saying, and, you know, enjoy the journey, but slow down, you know, your goal doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be so fast. Mm -hmm. You know, I've told several clients like, look, or initial clients, I have some people that I've been seeing for a couple of years. Now, Mm -hmm. mind you, these individuals are not on weekly therapy at this point, um, but it's, it takes time to really unpack some of the things that you're trying to achieve, understand, and move through that it's not something that's going to happen in, you know, five or six sessions. You know, sometimes this can, it can take you, it can take you eight or nine sessions just to trust me mm-hmm. enough to even tell me what in the world it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want quick therapy, then come healed. That's- right. <laughs> And then at that point, I'm going to be like, well, what are you coming to see me for? Right. You know what I mean? I'm just like, that's not what we do here. We're mm-hmm. not magicians. We are facilitators of your healing. Mm-hmm. You are healing yourself. We're just giving you the tools. Mm-hmm. And guiding you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Guiding you on your journey that you're already on. Yeah. We're just one of your stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the the comparison thing and the being flexible and being creative, you know, all of these things are part of your journey. All of these things are part of your lessons. So if you were one of those people in 2020 that was, that was comparing yourself to someone or competing with someone, those are the things, if you want to bring them in 2021, okay, that's up to you. But if those are lessons that you had to learn that you, that was stunting you, 
take bring that stunt in 2021 and realize, okay, I can't stay here. Mm-hmm. And so since you can't stay here, then make the plans for some changes to happen in your life. We normally end off each session with a quote. And this quote is by Ellen Goodman. We spend January 1st walking through our lives room by room, drawing up a list of work to be done, cracks to be patched. Maybe this year to balance the list, we ought to walk through the rooms of our lives, not looking for flaws, but for potential. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.